biggest spike. A spike visible from the moon. Just over here singing some ABBA? It's like, Bo, do you want to go edit this podcast? Yeah, but I have to be on the moon to do it. That's fine. The spike is visible from the moon. <laughs> you can see it from space. It's like the Great Wall of China. Sorry, China. Uh, do you think... I had a question about this wall. Mm-hmm, yeah, whether we should build it. Not that wall. Not that wall. That wall That wall that looks like my blinds, but... <laughs> direction i've told you about my proposition about my wall right i've told you about you have yeah that's usually in the privacy of personal conversation build a wall around portland to keep all the commuters (laughs) all the people that live in this the burbs out man they're bourbon it up in in portland all the time and then it clogs it up for all of us folks that just actually try and live in the city and we talk we've talked about how that's probably not a great what point i'm of saying view, like, is if you build the wall then they have to yeah. climb over the wall to get into your city yeah you know yeah well that just seems all like these... that's gonna make a whole lot of mess just people climb over the wall because they got to get to they got to get to rei or well, well that's shit. the thing though <laughs> suburbanites aren't typically at least traditionally they're not great wall climbers Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, we saw that at the, uh, wherever we think Jericho's wife might have been, we saw that they're not excellent wall climbers down there. That's allegedly. We don't know that for allegedly. sure. We just, we just, we want to know. We want to know. We do. Yeah, I just want to make it clear that my my stance on building a wall here in Portland is <laughs> yeah. only, re- it has, uh, its exclusive purpose is so that I don't have to suffer as much traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry because the, the toll roads are coming. Did you hear about the survey they took? Uh, the no, toll, no. There's a survey? about the toll roads. There's a, there was so a there's, toll survey. So there's a toll road. Toll roads are coming in either this year or next or the, in 25, uh-huh. somewhere down the line uh-huh. for the section of 205, the entire 205 section. Right. Okay, hold on. Before we continue, I saw Martin. Is that the cat's name, Martin? Why am I calling Martin? Martin? No. <laughs> There's <laughs> no Martin. There's no Martin here. There's never anyway, been whichever, a Martin. <laughs> whichever one that was, I saw on the top left of my screen on in your apartment, uh-huh. and I thought it was Luther, and it scared the shit out of me. I was like, "How did he get up on the? How did he get up on the window lining?" Fucking lawnmower man reality or something, man. You were in. You were in the that in diving deep into. Uh, God damn it! What's the movie with? with Doesn't matter. With fucking yeah. Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington. The, uh, I don't know. The, uh, They've never been in a movie together. The, uh... Oh God, it's gonna kill me. God, you think? Think about it. What was? What were we talking about before the cat distracted me completely? Like the a wall. Cat. But like, what was I saying? You recall? The, you thought the wall was a good idea. <laughs> I did not. You like the idea. You're also interested in the consortium about us, like trying to Mm, go in on some property together. No, you're talking about the tolls. You're talking about some tolls coming to Portland. Right. So like, uh, there's a toll, uh, that we're 205, the extent of 205 in the Oregon side, Mm -hmm. that whole section, plus the, the equivalent section of I five that equals what were I five and 205 meet. So where that starts and then to the Washington border, they want to toll those two freeways, put a toll road on both of those going into Portland and out of Portland. Yes, yes. So so the stretch of 205 yeah. in Oregon, yeah. and then the stretch of I-5, that is the equivalent length of 205, so that whole big chunk. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they took a survey about, like, who supports it. Yeah. All the, what are the neighborhoods think. Yeah, yeah. 
and no one wants it because what it's going to do is push out all the cars into all the neighborhoods instead of the freeway. Well, okay, so, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mean, here's the thing. You'll you'll pay the toll. You'll be fine. Hear, with me, hear, hear me. Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. All right. <laughs> yeah, are there yeah. are there going to so so okay, listeners, you can't see this, but yeah. just picture if you will. There's a map in front of you, right? And 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 then Portland, the city we live in, is in the center, right? And then above it, to the north is what we say, is the Washington border. Right. And to, to the south is uh, the south. So, Where's the cutoff of Portland so for you? What I'm saying is, are, are the tolls only going to be on either side of Portland coming in from the top of the bottom of Washington and up from Oregon City, Tigard, uh, Tualatin, those kind of situations? Or are there also going to be tolls... In, in in on the freeways in the greater Portland area because if it's just no. up and above and below, I am team toll. I think it's just I five two o five north and south both ways. Right, the two freeways that but run like through Portland. Yeah, eighty four eighty four would not be affected. That's great, but what I'm what I'm asking is the location of the tolls on I five and two o five. Are they right. are, are are they in Portland proper or are they before you get to Portland. Technology is great. I'm assuming there's meters and cameras that pick you up the entire stretch of the way. You cannot cheat anywhere on that toll. Is Where that do you saying? have to pay the toll? Do you you ha- don't pay the toll. You subscribe and a camera picks up the meter oh on your car. Oh my God. Am I going to have to pay a toll when I drive on I-5 and I don't leave Portland? Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, to then what, to what's get the on the freeway. I have to pay a toll towards... to get on the freeway in the so, city yeah. that I live in? Yeah, that's how tolls work cuz that money Christ, essentially goes me. back. <laughs> the money goes back to the city, but yeah. Yeah. No, it should that's be how where tolls you, work. No, no, tolls are when you pass a certain point and you have to put a quarter in a machine that lets you get to the city you want to go to. That's what a toll yeah, it pay, is. Yeah, it pays for it the entire stretch of the way of that section of the freeway. You're paying for the section of the freeway, not the entry to the city. <laughs> I know. That's hey, I not agree true. with you. <laughs> I agree with you. That's true. No, I agree with if you. I, I think it's crazy too. I live in a too. city, and I don't live next yeah. to that toll booth. If I live and I and I work and and live and go between the tolls, right? And I, I live in that section. There's no place that I'll ever have to pay a toll unless I want to go sure. outside of the area that I live. That's the whole every point toll, of the toll. Every- Every toll I've been, I'm probably because just been in Texas, it's so much bigger everywhere there. It's just a, the thing; it picks you up every step of the way down that freeway, and it, it says you. Cross so what it is? Like it's camera. not a toll; it's a tax. It's, Maybe who knows? It's a tax oh, know. on the. It's a freeway tax. If you use the freeway, no matter where you are or where you're going, you have to pay. I could be right, could be wrong. You know who's to say? Oh Jesus Christ, Bo! Will you fucking do just the? most minute just minuscule tiny amount of research before you bring this shit and you <laughs> dump it on my fucking doorstep i'm so I like, i've had enough to hear with you i like to i like to dump cursory knowledge in your plate because i like God. to do something to do because you're not responding to my marco polos anymore you've you've, you've deleted the app because I, I got like i got the app. i got like 38 in in, in the dock for you ready to go you gave me 38 messages to look at that's not 
my problem. And then you're texting me questions that I already answered in a Marco Polo days ago. Look, you know, maybe not days ago. There's just not enough time to look at all the Marco Polos. And the thing is, the more you send me, the less likely it is I'm going to get caught up. So really, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. You have built this hell you're in, my friend. I think that every time it, the, the Marco Polo like, sends me a push notification that says, hey, Mike hasn't responded in two days. You want to check in? It and sends I say no. you a notification yeah. that says and you want to I remind haven't him? looked yet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever it asks me to like send you a reminder. I'm gonna remind you. It's like that's like asking a friend to text you every time on Valentine's Day when they know you're Listen alone. Hey, did you know that it's Valentine's Day and you're still? Alone in your tiny shack. Marco Polo is a thirsty app. They're always like, you want this free trial for this <laughs> pro version? You want to get on here? Get on pro? We'll give it to you for free, huh? Huh? Hey, your friend Mike hasn't been on. You want us to message him? Oh, pal. It's been two days. You want to guys want to use our app? <laughs> oh, you want to send texts? Too bad. Pay a subscription fee. Yeah. Here it is for free. That, oh, man, I have some huge news for you. Okay, yeah, hit me with some huge news. But before before we get to the huge news, we should let everybody know what show they're listening to and who the co-hosts are. One of them is named Mike. That's me. The other one is named Bo. That's him. That's me. Yeah. And the name of the show is... Tope Suicida! My new neighbor's moving in. Do you? They're moving in right now, so if you hear any bangs... That's him. Well, actually, his car is gone, but he's been here. Brand new neighbors. But so that means that means no more property owners. But that also means uh, these new neighbors get to experience uh, what is usually a Sunday activity of us screaming "Tope yeah. Suicida" at the top of our lungs. Well, so. on the plus side, at least they don't actually have to host the show with you, so they've got that going for them. I don't understand. I just burn. I gave you a sick burn. Oh, I didn't get it. So. Um, yeah, we got some huge news <laughs> inside <laughs> Bo's tiny, his heart just, just, just no, I think up. that was a, ma- just, no, no, it was a masterful just deflection to say, up you into can't, nothing. you can't get me just and it's really pissing, it is pissing you. me off how much we look the same right now. We don't look <laughs> the same, we look nothing alike, we're just both in t-shirts and we're white. <laughs> Go get Stacy. Stacy, do we look the same? Do we look the same? We don't look the same. Yeah, in what ways do we look just the look? Same? She's got to look at the screen. All right, Bo wants, wants you to look at the screen. This is ridiculous. We don't look the same. Yeah, you're both Caucasian. Yeah, see, we're both Caucasian. Yeah, we're both white guys. Listen, I can't tell white guys apart. What's the end of the similarities? Oh. <laughs> it's just the shirts look the same. The light's hitting us. On the same side, it's the light rays. All right, what's your huge news? Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got pitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. Gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song. 
this morning, coming out October, no, August 4th of this year, Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, a new animated movie of our favorite bipedal reptiles. Uh Uh-huh. And I got a trailer for you. You got a trailer. Okay. For you. For me. Seth sent it. He sent it to me. He's like, hey, I'm Seth Rogen. Uh, vo- voice of lots of yeah. Donkey Kong in the Mario movie. Hey, Bo, you're cool. Here's that, this trailer to show uh, Mike. Okay, I'm sorry. Th- that's what you pull for Seth Rogen, the voice of Donkey Kong? It's. I tried <laughs> to get a find of an animated voice, and that's the quickest thing that came to my head because it's the most recent. It's not even out yet. So, you know, Seth Rogen of Donkey Kong, the animated movie fame. That's not coming out for until like three years from now. Jesus Christ. You know, the one you're you're looking forward to. All right, so I got a trailer for you, everyone. Uh, okay, but first, a little bit of the cast news. Are you ready for some names of some characters uh, that are in the Ninja Turtles animated? Yes, film? sir. Okay. Yes. So, so the new four turtles are actual seventeen-year-old boys. They're all teenage <laughs> actors. They're yes. not adult men. Yes, my sons, you are teens. Yeah, you're going to love that coming out of Splinter, who is voiced by Jackie Chan. So <laughs> get ready for that. That's exciting. <laughs> so oh the, the turtle. God, okay. The turtles boys are Nicholas. I don't know any of these boys. Nicholas Contu is Leo. Uh, That's good uh, that you Shimon, don't. Shimon Brown Jr. is Mikey. Uh, Micah Abbey is Donnie. Uh, Brady Noon is Raph. But here's the fun names. Okay. We got Jackie Chan as Splinter. Yeah. Perfect choice. Corey Feldman as. He's not in this. Io Edebiri is April. I don't know who that actor is. Another young person because April's also a teenager in this. Eddie Reyes Jr. Uh, as. Not in it. Ice Cube as Superfly. <laughs> the mutated, the giant mutated fly guy. It's not Baxter Stockman mutated fly. It's a different fly. Superfly. Wait, Baxter Stockman's the only mutated fly. There's another mutated fly? Superfly. Is, it brand, is he a brand new creation for this movie i i've he's been around for a long time these are all very okay old. all right super fly it is seth rogan producing the movie but he's also the voice of bebop tell me that's not perfect bebop yeah that's fine that's good <laughs> yeah yeah usually you can't see him but you can't <laughs> it's kind of a butthead thing usually you can't see him but you can see him in this movie as Rocksteady, and that's john cena Oh, good. Perfect. Yes. Great. Okay. Do you do you know who Mondo Gecko is? Mondo Gecko sounds he's vaguely a familiar. He's a skateboarding gecko. He's got a <laughs> like a Cal- Southern California vibe. He's uh-huh. got a backwards hat. Uh-huh. Real cool. He's yeah. got braces. Yeah, sure. He is uh, voiced by Paul Rudd. Perfect casting. Oh, huh. Someone playing Wingnut. I don't know who she is. Natasha uh, Demetrio. Do you know her? Probably not. No. no. Is Wingnut the Ninja Rabbit? Wingnut's the bat. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, Rose Byrne, uh, the Australian actor, she's playing Leatherhead, the crocodile. Right. So instead of they're making them Louisiana, it's probably just going to be a Australian crocodile, crocodile hunter accent. Remember Man Bat? Yeah, I yeah. do. That's a different. That's that's another Warner Brothers franchise, and there is a Batman versus yeah. Ninja Turtles movie that's really good. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow, that doesn't sound real. Post Malone. Rap sensation Post Malone. He's playing the voice of Ray Filet, the Stingray character that I loved as a kid. Ray Filet. He's Fillet. got little. 
Yeah, he's got a wide body because he's a stingray, but he's got a big old grinny teeth, teethy smile. Very fun. Okay. Genghis Frog. The frog equivalent. That's Mondo Gecko. Kind of, but a frog. Yeah, sure. Is comedian Hannibal Burress, which we love. You can put Hannibal Burress's voice in anything, and it's soothing sure. and funny. Sure. Great. Maya Rudolph. You know who Maya Rudolph is, Yeah, right? we all know who Maya Rudolph is. She's the M&M's lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the most... Okay, you give me shit. Well, no, I did it on purpose, you dork. <laughs> okay. Well, she's playing Cynthia Utrom. Who's that character? Cynthia Utrom. I don't know. Neither do I. Okay. But lastly, you mentioned Baxter Stockman. Mm-hmm. And you should be thrilled because he is voiced by none other Michael than Cena. Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. You don't know who that man is. (laughs) Not really. Gus from the Breaking Bad. Uh, Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. What's his name in the the villain in Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. So that's the cast. Yeah. uh, Right now. uh, Dorky uh, boner sword guy in the Mandalorian. Yes. Glowy. Dark saber. Glowy dark saber. Uh, dildo. Sure. Saber. Now you though. So we, there's no, there's no, uh, a splinter. No, there's splinter. There's no shredder. There's shredder. Or, or Casey Jones. They're probably not going to be in the movie. They're going to be teens. You know, who's, they're not there well, yet. Who's Krang? Krang's, that's like a fifth movie. <laughs> I'd like to throw my hat into the ring here for the casting of Krang. <laughs> All right, I got the trailer for you. You tell me that's not the best Krang you've ever heard. It is the best. Okay, so I'm going to show Mike the trailer now. It's not going to be on the show. It's going to be cut uh, from the show. But if you want to see it, go to our Twitter. It'll be linked there. See, everyone, that wasn't wasn't on the show, but Mike was real sassy at Wait, the very no, beginning. Wait, no, it was on the show. It was I, no, I that I I said that was all cut off. No, you were talking I shit. I wasn't. I just didn't tell shit. you. Dude. I was <laughs> just doing my splinter impression over the fucking. Cre- opening but here's cre- what's funny: opening credits, and it was awesome sounding. <laughs> and then the and then and then the animation starts happening, and Mike shut up because you're like, "Oh, this is, looks pretty goddamn good." No, it looks like yeah, it, uh, looks it, looked, it looked like claymation, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Spider Verse movies. Really changed the game with animation. Did they? Yeah, because then they uh, there's uh, the Millers versus the Machines on Netflix is a new animation style. The the bad guy I think is what it's called animation style that's new, and it's just like kind of shaking up. The, I really like animated movies, and it's kind of shaking up that they don't all have to look like Pixar or right a Disney because Disney usually would lead the way in how things look. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then. You know, DreamWorks copied that with Minions and their direction went a different way. But these this looks good. Still a kid's movie, but like it's not like everything doesn't look like I'm going to pop it like it's candy or some shit. Yeah, you got to reserve judgment, though. You can never judge a movie by its trailer. Hashtag Man of Steel. Hashtag Godzilla. uh, Never never forget Godzilla. Are we talking Brian Cranston? Yeah. Are we talking? Yeah, that uh, that, that uh, big pile of trash. Ferris Bueller. That, it, it, that movie is so much better than the Ferris Bueller. Viciously, one, insultingly bad. No, honestly though, I honestly, I, I I I'll roll the dice on it. To me, right now, I feel like it's a coin flip about yeah. which of those Godzilla movies is worse. You really like the Jimmy Page and um, Jimmy Page. 
The guitar player from Led Zeppelin? Yeah, the Jimmy Page and... Uh... Oh, the Cashmere remix? <laughs> it was Puff Daddy? It was Puff yeah, Daddy. It was Puff Daddy. Yeah, I think it was Puff Daddy. Excuse me, Plus, all, that's the only version of Brain Stew I listen to by Green Day is the one with the... <laughs> I'll tell you what. Whenever you go into Mike's, at least his old shack of a house, when you'd enter the door, a Godzilla would screech. And that was Mike's favorite audio oh. thing you put in his house. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and that's my huge news. Okay, Ninja great. Turtles. Huge fan. I love that it keeps every every so often they reinvent it. And it's a thing that uh, never leaves from my childhood. And it's a comfort food for me. Yeah, I love and that I they like... just keep throwing it up on the the crucifix and stabbing yeah, it yeah. in the you know ribs and jamming the crown yeah. of thorns on it. And so I knew you were going to be sarcastic la- about that, but and I just, just lashing that... it, just just over and over again, just kicking it until it's you know just this lifeless corpse. I just the last series is really good too. Hmm. Yeah, and their movie came out this last year. It was really good too, yeah. as well. So that's fun. I don't know what you're talking about. It was just a... was it the Batman versus Spot versus Ninja Turtle movies? No, yeah. that came out I think 2019. Uh huh. So anyway, well, uh, you something happened over the weekend. Oh, that's yesterday. right. Yeah, that's that's great. It's uh, AEW Revolution happened. Should we do Should we do some results? It's your segment. My huge news segment is usually a grand production. This is your segment, so. So far, it sounds like a dud. What, what do you got? What do you got? For oh, me? does it sound like a dud so far? I mean, I just had this like oh, what a supportive huge pomp and circumstance, pomp and circumstance with like when I do who's gonna win, and but the events happened. So like who won? So I who guess won? Was, I guess is what we call it, right? Who won? So that's who who won? I guess is what we call it with Mike Whitman. Who won with Mike? Uh, so we had a few matches go on yesterday. And the first of which was Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. And yep. do you remember who won? Chris Jericho lost. Ricky Starks yeah, that won. That wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. Ba-na, ba-na, so you're ba-na, 0 for you're 0 for one. Ba-na, ba-na, ba-na. The future uh was televised. <laughs> Jungle Boy Jack Perry defeats Christian Cage in a super spooky casket match. Oh, sorry, final a final burial match although i i gotta say that is a little bit of a misnomer because i don't think that there was an initial burial match between the two so it's strange that this would be the final burial i think this is of the the whole program this is it it's done i gotta we gotta bury it it should have been buried months ago but christian was hurt right okay well what's next for jack perry though um, he's faced his demons. He's buried his dad, I guess, is what they're... <laughs> Real kind of weird. It's the symbolism. Whatever. Yeah, he kind of buried... <laughs> yeah, kind of buried his little wrestling dad there. Uh, yeah. Christian now, of course, is dead. We'll... If <laughs> Christian you is dead. Send your, we'll come back as uh, biker Christian. Well... <laughs> keep Christian, 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 Christian. <laughs> Christian, 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 Christian. Why? You know, if I were, what if, if he was like, a, he is a goofball, but it would be very funny. I don't if they like. He was like, "Hey, can I come back as a motorcycle guy?" And Tony's like, "Sure." Yeah, I guess. You can, can you ride a motorcycle? No, no. What does that have to do? I think. Neither, I think. I think Mark, Mark. I think Mark will think this is a gas though. Neither can Mark. Mark. Mark has trouble with his motorbikes all the time. He always has his feet down, guiding it around the ring like a real loser. Um, I, I, I imagine what's next is that we'll lose the Jungle Boy gimmick. Jack will wear different boots and tights, and he'll just be Mr. Jack Perry. 
Uh, the jungle, well, they won't say jungle boy, but he'll keep the music. Yeah, the music has to stay. Tony paid for that, and it's good. The crowd loves Tony it. Tony paid for that. The music Tony has to stay. Tony paid for that. Okay, we so have, you did. Uh, Mike didn't see these two matches. I don't think I caught the or end of see? Jungle Boy and Christian. So you caught the cool smoke plume. I caught the. I caught drop. Christian's death. Yeah, it was the coolest death ever. Yeah, smoke came out. Yeah, I mean it's, it was it's, like it was like when I dropped the. Pow- like my the cube of powder in in the bucket at, at the gym on accident. You, go, you don't really see when that happens. I do it. <laughs> I see it. What are you talking? Are you talking about the chalk? Yeah, when the camera angle and the casket, he drops, he shoves the, sh- he dropped it, and the casket fell, and chalk flew up like out of the hole. I think it was <laughs> like you didn't smoke, see that? dude. I, think I looked like smoke. chalk. <laughs> well, whatever. It was cool. House of Black defeats the Elite for the AEW World Trios titles. Perfect. Perfect. Now Kenny can feud with MJF something. Ooh, I'm not sure. Yeah, good stuff. Um, also, it's good that the House of Black has finally got some yeah, got some gold. And all their masks looked really cool. Speaking of tights of the night, mm-hmm. Kenny looked great in this match, but those masks that the and and yeah, uh, Julia Hart, my uh, uh, favorite wrestler last week, right? Yeah, yeah, had an. Awesome outfit, cool, cool fingernail, Freddy Krueger fingernails, long gold, look like really big uh, bugles. <laughs> yeah, might have been tights of the night there with the witch fingers. And her hat, and her hat, she like upgrade. It got, it got like a, it's, it was level two. It was level one, and then she upgraded to level two, and it got tassels. So the level three will be like a feather boa. Yeah, that'll be the next upgrade. Yeah, Julia Hart has got a haberdasher on speed dial. Clearly, <laughs> uh, Jamie Hader defeats Ruby Soho and Soraya for the AEW Women's World Title. Good. Moving on, I really like this match. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I was on the phone with my brother most of the time, but I, sure. I did enjoy what I saw. Sure. What's wrong? What's no, wrong that's with fine. The match? That was a glowing, glowing endorsement. Hangman what Adam Page defeats John Moxley in a Texas Death Match. I was half of this match was on the phone too. I thought it ruled as well. Okay. What's wrong with you? All right. Wardlow defeats Samoa Joe. God, this Joe. segment sucks. What is this? <laughs> Just telling me what I saw last night? Yeah. No one gives a shit. What's your opinion on the thing? Well, what's your opinion of the things other than you were on the phone with your brother? <laughs> I don't that's my opinion. Oh, okay. I'm glad that Jamie Hader kept it. I thought the the women put out a really awesome job. I love this feud. My thing's blurry. I love that uh, 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 Ruby's uh, getting annoyed about the whole thing, and I just think it's fun. It's layered. And once once uh, once uh, uh, Thunder Rosa shows back up, yeah, what's she gonna do? Who knows? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah, I, I, it feels kind of forced to me. This whole original versus late late comers versus whatever i don't know it's okay. well yeah it's the same game it's the same story that jericho's been doing with the jas but just different words but like <laughs> it's fine it's fun it's engaging enough it's fine wardlow defeats samoa joe and... now that match was a snoozer see that's a snoozer that match was boring Wait, what was your mat what was your uh appro- what was your opinion on the, the texas death match see this is interesting though because i'm not see normally what happens is that you Say you ask me the questions and then I provide well reasoned opinions and yeah. uh really captivating content and then you poke uh-huh. me. So I just thought we would we would refer we would reverse the roles here. What did you think of the Texas Death Match while you were on the phone? 
Uh, I'm trying to decide if that was my favorite match. That might be my favorite match of the night. It was pretty bloody. Maybe. I'm trying to pick that or the main event. I don't know which one. There's a lot of blood in both Lots of them. Lots of blood in both of those. In both of them. So much blood. There was blood. But I'm not saying blood's not my deciding factor on anything, but they were, it, they, coincidentally, they were both very bloody. Um, I really liked how the, the, any time a match ends with a hanging by hangman is pretty cool. Yeah. And it was a chain, a chain hang. So where Darby, Darby just had a, how did Darby hang Brody? How'd he do that with a t-shirt? Do you remember that? I don't think there's a t-shirt in the world that would have helped. I know. That's why I don't remember how it happened. Yeah. I don't How'd he do that? I don't remember. He's so small. How do he do that? Must've been a chain. Um, Okay, well, this one was a rusty chain, and that rusty chain, every single suplex or or, or not suplex, but um, uh, 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 the dead eye or uh, uh, a, a pile driver that's done on a chair or a chain was hit perfectly, and it looked great. Yeah, that dead eye on the chain, yeah, was fucked. It looked like it killed him, truly. That what match was it on? Oh, this is the main event. We'll get to it, but I just want to say it before it leaves my mind where. The table, the ring bell table got broken. So so MJF pile drove. It got broken again. Brian yeah. into the other side. Of yeah, he broke it. They broke good. it. He broke it twice. He it's... broke it the first time with the with the elbow off the top. And then he was like, Oh, there's still a little bit of this table that isn't totally fucked. Maybe I should <laughs> tombstone pile drive him onto that part. Anyway, we'll get to that. But back to the Texas death. Uh also I didn't say it a couple of uh, episodes ago. I like how they've been calling it just the Texas death. In like the promos before, they wouldn't say match. It's just Texas Death, which mm. is a fun. It's a fun term. Um, Wardlow defeats Samoa See, yeah, that uh, I was clearly I had no phone for this one. I'm on the phone. Yeah, it was. I I think kind of in an impossible. Yeah, it. it was kind of in an impossible situation. This match. Yeah, because it followed the Texas Death match, which is where it should have been placed. It's, it was placed properly, but like. I just want to see Powerhouse Hobbs beat Wardlow. I don't want to see a world where Wardlow beats Hobbs on Wednesday. I don't want to see a world where days. anyone beats Hobbs ever for any reason. And it's it's weird because it's it's hard because Wardlow just came back, so he is hot, right? Yeah. But Powerhouse has this ring, so he is ultra hot because he's also in his hometown. Powerhouse. I love that guy. Do you do you think he's gonna? Who's going to win? Dynamite edition. The one match, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. Oh, I think that they'll probably, Wardlow will probably win. No. (laughs) Mike, no. (laughs) Write them and tell them no. (laughs) Pull the trigger on Wardlow. (laughs) Not Wardlow. Pull the trigger on uh, Hobbs. Uh, Well, you know, here's the thing. I could see Hobbs winning, but then I think you'd have to have Wardlow lose and it'd have to have something to do with MJF and then Wardlow getting back at MJF. Oh, so he did a little Wardlow MJF title run thing yeah. where he tries to yeah. get the title. Yeah. That's the only way I think it would, you could justify it, is if Wardlow then set his sights on the world champ. Yeah, do something like that before someone like Kenny and MJF mm-hmm. have a big program. Mm-hmm. You know, just a smaller thing. Yep. Yeah, that could work. The guns win the tag team Ooh. title in a fatal four way and then everybody's favorite tag team FTR shows up and messes them up. If the guns heard you say they win the titles, they'd be so mad because they retained the titles. Like they already had the titles. I just think them as characters. Oh yeah. They already, yeah, they already had them. They already had them. 
They already had them. That match was, uh, I was very high, full disclosure, during that match. And it was a lot. There was a lot happening. Yeah. But I do remember that poor Dan Housen got pinned. I do remember that. Yes, poor but Dan also Housen. Dan Housen got a couple of good suplexes in in that match. Yeah, as Dan well, Housen actually did end. some wrestling in this match. Yeah, he did some wrestling tonight, which is great. It was good. He I always hope. gets three or four moves off, but he got more. I like that he stood up to Satnam Singh. That was very fun. Yeah. He's, God, that guy's big. Guy's so big. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, the big news, the return of FTR. Looks like they have probably re-signed with AEW, and they're here to drop people on their heads. Biggest pop of the night? By far. It was by far, and, and honestly, one of the loudest, just... It is like you hear that that crowd reaction that almost like uh, uh like it hits overtones like decibels that mm-hmm. that you aren't used to hearing on TV like it, that yeah. super high pitch like it's almost like a white noise it's so high yeah right like it it, it, it uh, to to me that sounded that reaction sounded like when uh, Stone Cold came to the ring to save Mick Foley on Raw and he won the world title, when Stone Cold's music hit, that high-pitched, like, you could hear nothing because the crowd reaction was so loud, you know? It's so crazy because the glass hits and that's high enough, right? That noise. Yeah. And then the audience just matches it and (sighs) erupts with it. Uh, The only other time I think an eruption like that happened last night uh, was at the very, very, very peak 10 minutes in, 10 minutes till the end of the Iron Man match, which is, is I think where we're at now, um, where uh, Brian's going for his knee one last time. And the crowd's just like, yes, yes. And they're screaming. He gets the knee. And then then the timer ran out. Yes, that was the fever pitch. And then the crowd just was dead because of the <laughs> the decision <laughs> that was made. To uh, go into sudden death, and then uh, then they got pissed off again. It really, at the end, the last 10, 15 minutes of that, I guess it was 67 minutes total. Match. Wow. So they went seven minutes longer, sudden death. Uh, wow. I, I'm gonna. I flipped. I'm flipping around on you. See, you thought you thought the gimmick was that I broke and prod you, and then midway through this segment, you got annoyed with that, and and because I was poking and prodding you within your own segment. So now I'm gonna take over the segment. Wow. What did you think about the one hour you're so po- Iron Man you're, match? You're so powerful. Um, so powerful. I, I'm, 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 I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking <laughs> over here. I've taken it. It's now who won with Bo? Who, who won? <laughs> it's a I, different timestamp. It's a different timestamp. I thought it was a good match. I thought the oh, after about the first third third of the match, generally, uh, it was it was pretty it, i mean it was superb um yeah I my think, turn was the first pinfalls when i amped up right i got pumped i, I think uh, all the little strategy things um mjf sacrificing a fall to get two fall like it was all really well thought out all good stuff the only complaint i had with it early on was that i could see mjf calling spots you gotta smoke more weed man Sorry, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just <laughs> I noticed, I just it. noticed things as they're happening in front of me. <laughs> That's just uh, how I am, I guess. Uh, but other than that, it was uh, gorgeous. I got totally lost in the drama of the matches that went on, 
and it, it was uh, one of the yeah. I mean, I mean, it was one of the best Iron Man matches I think we've ever seen. Right now, I need to know who your favorite wrestler is. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? I have an answer for you. Okay. She has had two matches on various shows. I don't. I think it's Rampage and Dynamite or Dynamite. I don't know. Riho. The last two matches Riho has had mm-hmm. have been excellent. Mm-hmm. She got a victory on Tony Storm, a fluke victory they were calling it. I don't think it's a fluke. Riho rules. And then she beat Emmy Sakura on Rampage. I think maybe this was both on Rampage. Um, but uh, it's good to see Riho back. She she's always a delight to watch wrestle, and she's like a feather, you know, because she's so small. <laughs> And just the way she moves out of the ring. And also, it's fun to see someone like, even though Emmy Sakura is also not a big lady, she like she doesn't tower above Riho, but she's just got mass on her. So much mass. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony Storm is the same. Uh, just like, it's fun It's fun to see the small wrestler get tossed around, but still when they pounce back with their their offense is always fun. Yeah, which Rih- is, I guess, why Orange Cassidy is such a Rih- delight. Riho's well. like if a feather could hurt you. Yeah, if you see it falling, you're trying to dodge it because it's going to hurt you. Like, I don't know how a feather hurts you, but if somehow it could, that would be real. But yeah, she's my favorite wrestler. I don't think I've given it to her since maybe, like, she was champ, which is two years ago. Wow, okay. Was she the first or the second? First. Was it Riho Nyla? Yeah. Okay, okay. Riho was the first champ. But they, those two, they fought for the belt, Mm -hmm. I think, initially, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then Nyla eventually got it. Cool. Well, Mike, who's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler this week was the the man who looked the coolest and was tights of the night at Revolution, and that was Brody King. His, one, his mask was the only one with cool long horns, and then his face paint also. His face paint was fucked. If you saw the pay-per-view, cool you know what I'm talking about. It was the coolest yeah. thing anyone has ever put on their face. Yeah. Black and white, then like gold lines down his eyes. It was so cool, and he was so good in that match. He was the best part of that match. I'm just so happy they have belts, because I want to see them more on TV. And I think it's... I don't know what trio's team can fight these three, you know? Like, who is feasibly able to fight these three? Yeah. uh, Well, groups of three, right? I guess... Right, the Lucha Brothers and and Briscoes, I bet they have a little program because the Lucha Bros still don't really like them. Yeah, yeah. Who are the other three team, three three person teams? Ar Fox and 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 Top, Top Flight. Flight will get okay. decimated by them. Right. Uh, I mean, there's always the to- sort of token best friends match. There's that the could makeup. Happen. There's the makeup group of like the firm where you have like Matt Hardy. Uh, Ethan Page and um, Isaiah Cassidy, while his private party teammates been injured. Yeah, they've been wrestling together as a three okay. top, but it's still not. It's not like right. a team. No, totally. Let me let me rephrase the question. Are there any matches for House of Black with teams that aren't ridiculous, or, well, or are they all just well, I mean, rid- I, ridiculous <laughs> options? I know you think AR Fox can be ridiculous, but that team of Top Flight and them three—that's that's a legit group. If they get someone to put to put with Butcher and the Blade, let's just get a, someone to put with him. Yeah, can we put Colt Cabana with Butcher and the Blade? I don't care. Just all three of them would be cool. What like? But there's no like. Get, yeah, let's get a third guy in that group. Let's have somebody called like Battering Ram or something. <laughs> the other, another weapon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Is there any? 
Because you got you got the the ROH guys, but they have the trios belts for ROH. The your favorite Cage and the two other oh big Ca- dudes. Cage and the two dudes Tawaloa, Toalawa, Toaloa. Pre- that's pretty close. Yeah, close. And then and pre- I forget his name. Prince Calabunga. Bishop. Bishop. Bishop Prince. Last name is Bishop. Um, would you like to see the House of Black versus? Dalton Castle and his boys. Well, yeah, sure, of course I would. <laughs> Who? How, what do you think? I'm some kind of idiot? Some kind of monster? <laughs> of course, I'd like to see that. They're gonna have to do some building then, I think, for the trios mm. segment of that company because you're right, there really is no. Yeah, it's kind. It kind of was a a two a two team division with uh, Lucha Brothers and the Elite, and then kind of kind of best friends. Um, De- you know, de- right, Death Triangle, uh, and House of Black now makes a lot of sense, but there's it doesn't feel like there's a huge field. Yeah, yeah. Man, if Punk were here, Punk and FTR would still be really yeah. Good. Well, that's still, okay. that's not a trios team. FTR, like, well, it could I, be. FTR's got some some regular tag titles to win, and then they can go win the six man. Yeah, you know. Anyway, Brody King, good pick. Brody King, good pick. Good pick. You picked the largest man, and I picked the tiniest woman. Mm, yeah. We have a varying scale of picks today. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. That would be a good mixed tag team. He could, like, throw her in shit. Yeah. Like, it, just throw yeah. her 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 ankle like throw her ankle first at yeah, someone yeah. where she lands and then her can run as them or something Ooh, like that. Yeah. How about Rio like and House of Black? Why does, there just, have, why does there just have to be one woman in house of black there you're like they already have a woman in the group it's like well i'm just thinking of the the dynamic of now five people seems i'm looking at the picture of how they would stand and stuff (laughs) you'd have three big people in the back and two small people yeah it works it works who's taller do you think rio or julia hart i don't know rio's got the same same ring gear which is black (laughs) <laughs> it's the exact same tutu yeah. and fluffy <laughs> top with big it's huge a, gauntlets but, but it's black it's a black tutu yeah <laughs> great oh man i have uh one shithouse for you today in this segment that's everyone's favorite great. i'd love to i'd love to hear about it I don't think you're going to hear about it. What is this? I'm not going to hear about it. Oh, yeah. You're going to see it, too. All right. right. (laughs) Fucking video's flipping out. All right. So, I got him. Send it to the chat here in in Zoom. I have this one TikTok for you. You'll get it. It's Star Wars related. Okay. Here we go. We've clicked on this link for TikTok. Read the comment on first. Top right. So, it says... Do the Seinfeld end credits riff. Okay. And it looks like we've got a split screen here between uh, some prequel, looks like some prequel Star Wars action and a dude with a, with a bass guitar. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> great 
<laughs> okay, so that would be the uh, Seinfeld in credits riff over the uh, that scene in uh, Star Wars episode Revenge of the Sith three, yeah. uh, where the the uh, ridiculous kid walks up to the ridiculous man and says, "There's too many of them. What are we going to do?" <laughs> oh, Master Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do then? And then the kid says, Oh, look, it's Master Skywalker. Oh, Master Skywalker. What are you going what to are do? We going to do? <laughs> and then it's just a Monty Python skit. It's just a Monty Python skit. And then he kills him with the bass yeah. the bass riff from Seinfeld. Yeah, and then the lightsaber comes out. And produced by Larry David. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is Great. it shithouse? Yeah, shithouse. Good job. Cool. cool. All right. I don't have a shithouse for you this week, but I do have a new segment that I wanted to do really quick. Yeah, it's a new segment. New segment um that's called really quick. It's called Where Were You on January 6th? <laughs> okay. All right. So as you know, there there's some you know there's a lot of rumors flying around about you know who may have been where on January sixth and where you know uh, people kind of maybe potentially orbiting around yeah. the JAS and and where they may have been on certain days um, in uh, 2022 and. Uh, <laughs> um, this one just kind of caught my eye, and I don't know. I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist here, but or just you know connect the dots. But if you would just read that headline <laughs> for me, I would really appreciate it. All right, so you know we're always trying to figure out. We're yeah. trying to get to the bottom of things. Trying to connect this is the on dots. The hill. Trying to connect. This the is dots. on thehill.com, and this is FBI man arrest or FBI arrest man who allegedly stormed Capitol wearing panda head. Now listen, we know we know a certain star of AEW used to wear a panda head and we know that star is also part of the jas jericho runs that company jericho's wife is married to jericho where was she we don't know we don't know but uh was sammy there we're just asking questions i don't know I, I, I don't know I, I don't know yeah but i just wanted to you know i'm just if sammy if you you hear this um i'm just asking where were you sammy where were you on january 6th were you with tay sammy where was where were y'all were you can she can she Tell us, is she? Will she know? Did you wear that? Pan, you a, did you wear your panda head that day? Did you wear your, did you panda, wear your panda head panda that day? Was it? Did you wear your tiny? Was it in your closet? Tiny swim. Did you wear your tiny swim trunks? I'm envious of. Huh? Your tiny little swim trunks. Were you there, Sammy? <laughs> All right. So that's that. That's that. that so that's been. Um, where were you on January sixth? Uh, every once in a while, we're gonna. I'm gonna. If I if I if I if I see a thread, I'm gonna pull it. And we're going to get to the bottom of this and find out who was or was not maybe allegedly at the coup, know, at I the think... coup attempt. Did you read the article? No. Or just the headline? Just the headline. Because I'm only like three sentences in. I got a name of the panda head person. It's not Oh, Sammy, really? So Did they say have... who it was? We might have gotten to it already, oh. which is another new segment called Bo Gets to the Bottom of It. Okay. So th- then I guess, well, it, but this doesn't disprove that someone else no. didn't show up in a, in a panda head. No, that, this just lets the the listeners know that they got two segments out of this. That's cool. Yeah. That this particular panda head wearing guy wasn't Sammy Guevara. No. And I'm going to leave their name, actually. I know I'm going to say it because it's Jesse James Rumson, which is a fun That's name. That's a funny name. 
Look, that's a funny name. Jesse James Rumson is a funny name. I thought I saw Jesse is like, that's boring. But then I saw it was Jesse James. I was like, okay, that's wrestling related. <laughs> it is shithouse, though. It is shithouse. Okay. I know that's not what you wanted, no. but it is shithouse. No, okay. Well, anyway, uh, well, l- l- let us know where you, you were. You don't know where t- <laughs> Let us know where you were on January 6th, 2020. But you're trying to transition into the segment. Let us know where you, you don't were. even know or watching. Let us know where you were. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Tope Suicida Pod. That's the handle. And if you want to get at Bo, he's at Bo Rosser on both of those social media platforms. And now it's time to watch some wrestling on this wrestling program. So like I mentioned, maybe not on the show proper, but I told Mike that we're doing a Tiny But Mighty. I think this is the third one. Tiny But Mighty 3, I think. Three or four. Something like that. Well, you'll know it in the title of the episode. We're going to watch three very short matches, but excellent for their time length. Because you don't have to have a long match to have a great match. And the matches I picked are all about the same era. Yeah. They go up two years, and the third one goes up four years. So the first match we're going to watch is WCW Saturday Night, April 27th, 1996. And that's Lord Steven Regal versus one uh, brawler by the name of Finley. God damn it, that's going to be so fucking good. Then we're going to move two years into the future into 1998, September 14th, 1998. Uh We're still at WCW. Oh, Monday Night Nitro. So we haven't gotten to this in Fight Bites. And it's the giant Uh versus the big one. Meng. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yes. Yes. All right. (laughs) And then we're skipping four years into the future, 2002. We're crossing the pond. We're going to the UK. Okay. We're going to FWA, which is Frontier Wrestling Alliance. Okay. And they were having their show, FWA Revival. And in that show, they have the King of England tournament, like a King of the Ring. And this was a King of England semifinal match. Doug Williams versus Eddie Guerrero. No shit. Yeah, he was in the tournament. He got all the way to the semifinals. Who knows? He maybe passes. I don't have. I just. I clicked the thing that said the matches and not who won. So that's exciting. We're gonna find. So maybe out. Eddie won. Okay. Well, all these are on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and they're on YouTube and uh, our Twitter. You'll see them. Great. Well, we're gonna watch all three, and we hope you do as well, so that you can know what we're talking about when we come back. Nice matches that we watched. Were those matches Th- tiny? Them's was tiny, and them's was good. Were they mighty, though? I thought they were both tiny and mighty. I definitely, definitely enjoyed yeah. all three. Although there's a real... Well, let's go, let's go, let's go buy them one by one. So we have 96. <laughs> your, so you, your parents... Well, th- I, I'll give my childhood here, because yeah. I... But I'm going to go further back than 96, but we'll pretend. Mm. So your parents, my parents, they're gone. They're gone out for Friday night. My sister's at the football game because she's playing band and marching band. Oh. And the football game's going on Allen High School, okay. right? Okay. My brother's out with friends or at the game, or he's the middle child, so he's causing all kinds of nonsense, yeah. right? I'm at home alone, you know? No one's acknowledged his existence it- for the last 13 <laughs> years, and so he is Either first try- he's born doing or his, the baby. He's doing his best. <laughs> 
He's doing, doing his, his best. best. He's doing his best. He has braces. He looks wild. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm alone Saturday night. Yeah. What am I going to turn on? I'm going to flip on the old big screen from Curtis Mathis. Yeah. We used to watch the Super Bowl on. Big deal when we got that big screen. Oh, it's sure. Deal. Yeah, yeah. It weighed 7,000 pounds. Yeah, it was huge. A big yeah. wood cabinet. Yeah, yeah, Made yeah. by Curtis Mathis, which is an Allen company. It was wow. from Allen, Texas. Thank you, so Curtis. So it was built. It was built in Allen, Texas. Thank, thank you, so Curtis. So you mean the wood is thick. Wow. The wood is thick. Wow. It's like your old table that we did the first episode <laughs> yeah. at. The wood yeah, is thick. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't my table, but yeah. All right, well, you get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Saturday night, Bo clips, cl- uh, flips on Saturday night, uh, Slam Masters. WCW Saturday Night Slam Masters. That's not what it was called, but all right. WCW we Saturday Night. Saturday Night with uh with, with the best set you've ever seen. Straight out of the '90s, caution tape everywhere. You got sirens, yeah. you got lights, and it's Regal versus Finley. I'm home alone watching Regal versus Finley. Yeah, I think at if I was okay, the story that presented, I was like ten. Yeah, but when this match came out, I was not ten. Right. You were like 13. I was 13. Yeah. Still could have worked, actually. <laughs> I think at a thir- as a 13-year-old boy, I would have saw this fight. Yeah. And really loved it. Really enjoyed it. Because there was, I don't know, as a kid, I, I think I would I would actually appreciate it more. Because there was still, I'm thinking about the giant Mang match now. I'm thinking, because they both had <laughs> fights. Both of them had fights, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, the Finley-Regal one had more wrestling it, this it. was the fin- <laughs> The Finley-Regal match was... A wrestling match between two guys that wrestle very physical styles, right? But it was still like a pro wrestling match. <laughs> the um, and I think that the reason why is because um, that match did not contain Ming. Mm-hmm. Ming was not yeah. in that match. Yeah, he was yeah. in the second match. And this is managerless Ming. Managerless Ming. He's <laughs> uh, left to his own devices. Um, and and but what, let's talk. But, but, yeah. I was that. Well, do you want to talk more about Regal Finley um, before we get? Uh, the only thing I want to say about that first match is that it uh, the, there was some really good looking stuff in it, like the Regal's clothesline that took Finley off the apron. <laughs> so fun. that was the that was the descent. That was the start of the go home to the match, basically, because mm-hmm. that pissed off Finley enough to get disqualified. Yeah, they went outside. They started playing around with the chair. Tried to ro- roll back the caution mats. Yep. And then and then and Finley hit him with a tombstone on the mats. And that was post match. He'd already lost. And he said, "Hey, you know what, William Steven? Yeah, I'm mad. At, I'm mad at you. Yeah, you're getting pile driven. Yeah, Finley's hair naturally." We'll get to that in okay. a different All segment. Right. We'll, get there. Yeah. We'll, get there. Yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. So I have words on that. Okay. All right. <laughs> the next match, still a brawl, but mm. that's all it was, was a brawl. I don't think, was there any flips, any tosses? No, nothing happened in the match other than them kind of almost punching each other in the face for real a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They had three or four different punch segments. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then two high kicks yeah, from Ming, yeah, in, the, Ming in, yeah. in the big shows. Mm-hmm. Very tall chin. Yeah. Um, how did it end? I know show one. It ended. Giant one. Yeah. It, what was the move? It ended because Ming, after one of the uh, high kicks, did it, his cool um, sort of karate mm. flamboyance, like letting everyone know it was time for the Tongan death grip. Yeah. And he went and for the big it. Big show saw it. Yeah. He saw it. 
Yeah, but Paul had a longer arm, and he so he grabbed, he, grabbed, he grabbed the chin, and so it was a choke slam. Um, and that was really the only clean offense that Paul got in. Uh, the, the pretty much the whole. Well, that's not true because Paul Paul hit him a couple times, and Ming no sold everything. Yeah, but this I tell you what this the inning of this match I said it off mic. I loved it because it amounted to Paul's arm was longer because they both go for an arm a choke right because one's gonna make contact one's gonna grab but then the the picture of the camera it's just. <laughs> Ming's hand, he could have reached him, but he doesn't. He doesn't because shows the giant's arm is just a little bit longer. <laughs> a little bit. And then he chokes slams him and wins. Great. Great. What was it? Three minutes? Four minutes? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, it was super short. <laughs> was it shithouse? Uh, yeah, it was every, It was really everything that you want out of a Meng match. And all, honestly, I think that really we should give serious consideration to Haku slash Ming being the great, the greatest professional wrestler that ever lived. <laughs> he really, <laughs> but no, I agree with you. I want to see more because honestly, a lot of the places I see him in are, he's like, he's like this. He's the, the strong arm to some other person. Yeah. Um, mostly in WCW where he's not his own person in a, like a 12 to 15 minute match. That's like, I don't know if he ever did that. He probably just squashed. Like, what's his longest match, do you think? Yeah, I don't... Like, no, fifth, maybe like... Ten? Maybe, yeah, maybe like eight or nine. <laughs> what a great career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the last match was the opposite of these other two. Mm-hmm. It was a wrestling-ass wrestling match for ten minutes. Tar- it, like, no fat on this one. Like, the first video was nine minutes, but there was three minutes of the build. Yeah. This one was just... Eddie had already come out, the video started, and it was ten minutes of wrestling ass wrestling in the UK. Strong style. Strong style. Hey, we got strong style over here. Yep. That's not good. There was just some casual, uh, it was a tiny ring. There was casual, casual racism <laughs> from the <laughs> uh, announced team. It was pretty pretty much everything you'd expect in a British wrestling match. And th- it was the kind of racism that felt not racist until you thought about it just a second longer. Because he really only said the he said the word yeah. Mexican, right? Right. But in the way he used it, and we're not going to say how he used it, but he just said the word Mexican or long other words. That was like, this is weird. This is racist now. But he said it in like a really like he was almost like complimenting him the way that he, accent. the way that he said it because of the British accent. He was like, <laughs> and also he used the term good old. <laughs> yeah, it was and, very heartwarming, yeah, but like I was just a good old <laughs> something, or something, something <laughs> Mexican. Why'd you hit that M so hard, dude? And also, it wasn't like he, he really he didn't use any slurs. He just no. insinuated. He just insinuated that Mexican wrestlers were sneaky. Which is yeah, which he is, said that. Which is no, no. You're right. He didn't insinuate it. He 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 he, <laughs> he just, he just said, that. said it blatantly, and it is. It, it was kind of uh, it made us un- it made us uncomfortable. But Mike he was I- he was so jovial, and he I, I think you would have a hard time convincing him <laughs> that he was being well, that he was being it was a, a little a racist with what he it's yeah a compliment. <laughs> Oh, uh, it was. He got uh, one over on him. He's uh, sneaky. It's a compliment. Yeah, and then it was weird later when he was like, "Oh, these men are virtually the identical mirror image of each other." Except See, one this of one them, wasn't racist one at of all, them is but it felt Mexican. Like it. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it, right? It definitely felt like it. Like there was something going on. 
Like you're Oregonian, I'm Texan. That's how it felt, right? A little bit. This guy's British. This guy's Mexican. You know, one of those one of those good old Texas straddles. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? So there's a bit of a little some casual, uh, you know, Britishisms. We'll we'll say <laughs> racisms in there, but the match itself, yeah. Um, other than that, the rest of the commentary was pretty spot on. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Actually. And you know, and also to be fair, you know, I mean, it's it's 2002. You're dealing with Brit- British people, which historically are some of the most racist people in the history of the world. Um, you know, the uh, uh, Americans, British people, Germans. You know, the, 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 your big three is what we call them. I like how almost in this bit of you saying them not shouldn't do that. You're almost doing it. <laughs> But toward them. <laughs> Which is very funny to me. It's very funny to me. Well, but I'm an American. I'm American. So it's sort of, you know, there, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm proving my own point here. Which is that we're, was, we're, we're rotten. We're scum. Um, but the match itself was great. It yeah. was awesome. Doug, Doug Williams, he, he, uh, went to the finals cause this was a semifinal mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. What, what do they call it? The King of England tournament. Doug, Mike and I, the whole match, we couldn't quite put our place, our finger on like, who does Doug look like? He looks like someone, but no one, yeah. but someone. He kind of looked like Bob Backlund and Johnny Saint kind of had a baby or something. And he's got he's got that generic enough name where he could there could have been an old Doug Williams on NXT UK. And we didn't know because his name is so generic. It's like, oh, it's Doug Williams. Doug Williams, Pete Williams, Davey Will- Richards, Stephen Richards, Stephen, Stephen Stevie Williams. Richards, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, he didn't wrestle, I don't think. Booker. He wrestled the guitar neck. Booker T. Come on. You know, not even a chuckle for Stevie Ray Vaughan wrestled the guitar neck. Not even a chuckle. No. Not even a slight. He, wasn't, not even any of that. It wasn't a very good joke. It was okay. I mean, I don't I don't know what you want from me. A chuckle. <laughs> That's not obvious. Okay, uh, my, okay Nate. My... Okay, Nate. Chill out. Saw a lot of wrestling tonight. We're going to answer a question real quick. First of all, that cat will not stay on the bed. The cat keeps going for the bed. <laughs> the couch is the bed. The couch. I wasn't even, I didn't notice. Hey, what's up, Carter? Not Martin. Martin. I had a friend that had a Martin look like carter uh-huh is what i think happened so that's how i got mixed up but here we are Great. tights of the night welcome back i got a question cat. for you welcome back to cat so, talk so 1996 mm-hmm. 1998 2002 mm-hmm. three of these dates would have been someone would have been alive for the longest time but yeah. we realized last time that actually macho's dead so He's not alive in 2002. He died in 01, I think is what it no, was. No, no, no. Or did no, I get no. it wrong again? Yeah, yeah, you got it wrong, dude. He showed up in like TNA for a second in like 2003. No. Yeah. Hey, Google, when did Randy Poffo die? Why would I say that? I don't know. Hey, Google. Yeah, just in case Google is. When did Randy Savage die? It's, it picks the, the wrong Randy Savage. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 2011. Yeah, it's 2011. 2011 was when Macho Man Randy Savage died. I thought 2012. Bo, That's the two. Bo Skull the two. is now filled more with THC <laughs> than brain matter, everyone. I, I think wish. I'm is, only taking two hits. This is the conclusive evidence that we've been looking for that, mar- that marijuana is maybe not so good for your brain. Anyway, it's fine. Listen. So, 98, 96, 2002, Macho's alive. He's alive. He's ready to wrestle. He's ready to do stuff. But is he booked tonight? Nah, he's not on a Saturday night show. Nah, he's not doing WCW Saturday night. He's not doing uh, the King of England in 2002. He's not doing nah. the middle match of Giant and Mang on nah, Nitro? Nah, he's, he's, hang, he's, chilling. he's probably doing hanging out his bone saw during that last match. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I, they would have already shot it yeah. feasibly because yeah. it comes out. Yeah. But um, if he was, what do you think he's wearing, though? Because he's alive. Oh, it's uh, kind of my standard uh, answer. All three Just, years. Okay. In nine, Not all three years. In one outfit for all three years. What is he wearing? What's his go-to outfit? Oh, he's it, wearing you, it You know my year. answer is always going to be denim. Denim from head to toe. Denim, so jeans, denim, uh, button-down shirt right. that's rolled up to the elbows, tucked into the jeans, no belt, and then jean jacket on top, and then um, a, a, a denim like bandana. I like it with black sun with black sunglasses, and just his beard is yeah. just the darkest yeah. black you've ever seen. Yeah, and black cowboy boots. But you know what? He's a pro though, because when the rain gets on his beard, it doesn't run. His dye doesn't run. Nah. His dye is quality. Yeah, quality, quality beard dye there. So what do we have with the with the uh, the the two four six men this evening? We have. Let's look at Regal. He had his crazy WCW outfit where it's all just red, blues, blacks, yep. whites, every color of the rainbow. Classic blue trunks with the red trim mm-hmm. for Regal. Red boots. Finley was in the green and white um, singlet. But uh, he but had the he came longer, to the ring. Came to the Funny. ring in a black leather jacket that was studded on one side, and then on it's the other cool. side, it was just a football shoulder pad, which was yeah, kind it of was strange. cool. It was cool. It was really cool. I, cool is I don't I don't know if it was I, I don't totally understand because he's from Northern Ireland, so why is he wearing an American football pad? Uh, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> that's all okay. I got. It's cool. Moving on, that's the what giant it, wearing but, his classic black singlet. Which I'm sorry, did you, really did you have another work. point about I was going to go into Finley's hair, but we can talk about his hair in oh, a second. Oh, yeah. Well, it was definitely... Actually, honestly, everyone had good hair. Yeah, but that was definitely hair of the night, for sure. His... Fit Finley's hair, it was gross. It was the gross mullet. We see a lot of mullets on our show. Uh, this one was the grossest. He had, it was thin strands. Thin strands mm-hmm. and curly. Yep. And then almost buzzed too much on the sides. Yeah. And too short. The, the business was too short on the top. Without being buzzed. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was gross. It, made, it makes full sense. It was like a scissor cut, but it was like the shortest scissor cut you can do. It was like getting ready to take his military ID badge picture. It was like you, you just got a pair of fingers in between the skull and where the, the cut was <laughs> happening. That's how short the, the, top of the top of the mullet was. And then he was like, and now I want like, I like a rat tail, but I want 50 of them. On the back of my head. Yeah. 
because they were thin and gross. Okay, three of the next four guys just wore black tights. Just plain black tights. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Eddie Guerrero had his sort of intermediate intercontinental champion red tights with the with the gold uh like spiky things down the down the side of the leg, but I'm going to cut I'm going to just cut to the it chase. It was so blurry. It looked like his old tights. Like his old gold, his normal gold and red tights he used to wear in WCW sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was so blurry, you couldn't see the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also had the the uh, wet horse mullet. The best mullet. Yeah. It wasn't as long as it gets. The main. But yeah, it gets longer, but it was at a perfect, he got a fresh cut. Fresh cut that night. So for tights of the night, I'm going to go ahead and just throw this out here. Uh, I think it's a, actually kind of a runaway victory tonight. And I think that it's... Uh, the Belfast Bruiser, a.k.a. Fit Finley. I think that he takes home tights of the night, not only because of the mullet, but because, if you'll recall, we didn't only see him coming to the ring. We saw him in a quite extensive video package that was rife with uh, um, approximately 1,700 to 2,600 still images that were blasted at us in rapid succession. Oh. Uh, over and over again, and in the in those uh, images, we saw Finley rocking, the, probably the coolest windbreaker I've ever seen. Yeah, and yeah, on the back of... it just said Northern Ireland. <laughs> oh, see, I couldn't even read the back. All I saw was this, it's all white except for the thinnest, yeah. probably green, but with the video transfer, almost like a like a turquoise turquoise lines. Mm-hmm. Like going from shoulder to like an X, yeah, kind of an X, right? Yeah. And then it kind of arched on the the belly area. Yeah. Really cool, really very cool. Yeah, and then on the back, I feel like Northern yeah. Ireland. <laughs> Mike, Mike kind of glossed over it, but when you watch this and you see those still photos, mm-hmm. it's like being hit on the head with like a low resolution baseball bat because they keep coming at you, and it's just they're so blurry, and you're like, <laughs> you don't and, know what they and, are, and you're like, is this supposed to be video? What's is happening? This, what's is this? Is it slow frame rate video or is it a series of still images? Because it was, it was probably like it was probably like three or four images a second. Yeah, it was so it it was so unsettling the tempo. Yeah, and it uh, there was some video because again there was video with him in that windbreaker. But uh, yeah, I think I think that takes it. Who knows what day that windbreaker was worn? But it did inhabit this episode. So. I agree. Right. Fit Finley, congratulations, Tights of the Night. If you agree or disagree with Tights of the Night, let us know. You'll be able to do that on the World Wide Web. That's at Tope Suicidapod on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find Bo at Bo Rosser on both of those platforms. And if you want to send us an email, it's Tope Suicidapod at gmail.com. We appreciate all of your feedback. We may ignore some of it, but it doesn't mean we don't appreciate it. And as we wind up, or down. Episode once, or down. Episode one seventy four, which I said that last week, but I was wrong. That was three. This is four. oh, this is four. Hmm. Yeah. So I think I cut that out of the last episode. So now you know that I cut it out. Probably cut this out too. But as we, <laughs> as we're here, why stop there? Just edit. We'll just, just don't release we'll the episode. Just, we'll just release sixty seconds of silence. <laughs> here we are. One one seventy four. Tiny but mighty three. Maybe four. Who's to say? What is wrestling? Wrestling is a cat that makes a lot of noise when it uses the litter box. So now you get to do the animal ones now that you. (laughs) And, you know, it's not just 
it's not just regular business that's going on in there. It's business that's being done so that people know that it's that it's happening. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a performance. Yeah. And that's what wrestling is. Wrestling is being a little extra loud and making sure that somebody can see you do the thing or hear you do the thing that you're doing, but doing it in a way where you'd never admit that they you knew that they knew. Yeah. That's what wrestling is, and that's also what Howard the Cat is. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, what's wrestling for you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Wrestling is like abundance. Mm. Feeding a cat <laughs> too much catnip uh-huh. this morning. Mm. This morning. Mm. Because you say, I want to give you a dental treat, but that's for later. But here's a little bit of catnip. And you say, ooh, that's too much catnip. So you pull some back. Right. But it still was too much catnip because Mm. wrestling is too much of an abundance of wrestling out there and too much catnip. So that at 11.30 a.m., I hear, I hear, not the normal noises we were doing yesterday in the gym. Right. Can you tell somebody what we were doing in the gym when a cat needs to puke? What noise do they make? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. He was going. He was going. So keep doing that noise. He was. He was going. <laughs> that's a good part of the episode. And then so I go get the mat, the pee pad to catch it. And I put it under him. And he gives me, buddy... Puke in abundance. Great. But it's all phlegm, no chunks. It's just body, stomach, and and bits of uh, catnip. Yeah. But here's why it's cool and why sometimes abundance is radical, like a 60 minute Iron Man match. Yeah. Is that this, I put the mat down, he projectile vomited this time. (laughs) Mike? Yeah. I kid you not, it went about 10 inches. From his mouth, like a straight line of just like, like he's a mutant. That was his power. (laughs) Just flaming catnip. And I was like, buddy, you are my cat. Because I've had too many edibles and done that before in the shower, goddammit. And I know I said I'd never make that public, but it happened. You did. It wasn't even that long it, ago. It, it wasn't like when you were it wasn't like you were when you were like seventeen and you like didn't know what you were doing. Like no, you're like you're January. A, you're a, a middle aged like January. You're a, you're you're more than halfway through your life and you decided that, that was Yeah, that was that was Listen, this before year. we go, what happened is I I took a little uh, a weed drink of 200 milligrams. I ate some pizza or a burger. I forget one of the two. Yeah. And I just got, I was, I was like, I got way too high. So I sat down in the shower to let the water cool me off. And it just, it. Yeah. I had to go by Drano. I had to go by Drano. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you, you drank 200 milligrams of weed. So like, <laughs> what do you, you, you're the dumbest dude in the world. You're so dumb. Bored. You're so anyway, dumb. Wrestling is like that 200 milligrams of weed, like that projectile cat vomit. It's abundance. And abundance is radical. Baby, we'll see you next week.
Tope Suicida What Wrestling Can Be is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter Rosser. Thanks for listening.